Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in all you idiots to the Conspiracy Bot Show. I'm your overlord Conspiracy Bot or C-Bot for short. You can all suck my head. Hey, what what the hell are you doing? He says he's the cheese muffins now. You mean host? That's what I said. Cheese muffins. Brent, how do you deal with this? Alcohol and therapy, which both are expensive. Thank you very much. (laughs) Unfair. You both know I am the logical choice to start the show. No. No. I'm smart. Caring. People love me. That's it. Get out. Both of you. Out. How dare you, good sir. He just watched the new Kingsman movie, so he is extra insufferable today. (laughs) Is that why he's got a limp? Yeah. (laughs) He's going to let Rasputin lick his leg. And a monocle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just watched that this weekend. I did, too. I watched it. Uh, I guess uh, the Rasputin stuff was disturbing, to say the least. Oh, yeah. I, but how cool. Well, I don't know if we want to get into it before, like, saying hello to everyone. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought it was really cool how they incorporated, like, all the stuff from his actual story. Yeah. Uh, and the dancing and stuff was kind of weird, but kind of fun, too. Even cooler was when I was the one starting the show, you hats. No. Listen, this is the week for listeners to meet Flora officially and... We throw him in feet first by playing voice bells. He's not even a part of because that's fun. <laughs> you get to listen to stuff that you had nothing to do with and uh, and and riff on it, come off the cuff. So yeah, uh, it'll be awesome. So you are literally both banished until next week because we want to. Uh, I don't know, not completely scare you away. I guess is the way to say it. Well, fuck you very much, Tittle Pip, Cheerio, and suck my ass. <laughs> I guess yep. he stayed with the English. I don't know if Toodle Pip is a, uh, an actual term or not, though. Toodle Pip as well, I guess. <laughs> Whatever that means. I think, uh, I think I had an uncle named that one. <laughs> oh, old Unky, Unky Toodle Pip. Uh, <laughs> at least it's on brand for him. Anyway, welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to very, ooh, look at uh, the new shiny penny episode of Hysteria 51. Oh, am, am I said shiny penny? Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago. Yeah. You just skim over things when you don't want to have to say yes or no. I'm your host and lead <laughs> bot kicker router. My name is Brent Hand, and the man across the table, the new Barney to my Fred, the new Hyde to this Jekyll. I mean, you, you might have gotten the Jekyll and Hyde mixed up there, although I do do a mean Cockney accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, accents are always, I do a pretty good one too. Uh, oh, hey, hey, uh, welcome to England. <laughs> Merry old England. <laughs> anyway, welcome in a uh, Mr. Uh, David Aflora. What's up? Um, I, I don't think I am the, the shiny penny cause I make no sense. <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't have that one in your pocket coming out swinging. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, you've been on here, forget that, you know, you've done the last like three episodes or whatever, minus that one with, um, oh, I'm trying uh, so hard to forget Josh, John, John, that was it. That was just back on here. (laughs) Uh, no, uh, you've been on the show several times before this, but, uh, are you excited to begin your H 51 journey? Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds no, like you're trying I, to convince yourself of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to walk that line. Um no, I I'm super excited. I'm I'm glad to uh, be a part of the uh, craziness that goes on around here. I mean, we've known each other for a while anyway. I, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you remember uh do you remember how we met? 
Pepperidge you Farm remembers. Sne- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, um, it's a, it's a, I'm you testing s- you because I actually do remember, or at least my, I have what I believe is the truth. We'll see if they match. Well, what my first memory of you was you reaching out to us. You you uh, messaged the Blurry Photos fan or just the Blurry Photos podcast page on Facebook to ask if we wanted to do a show to collaborate together. I believe you just won the uh, best podcast in Chicago, and that's what really like we had seen your show and that blew you on the radar. We're like, oh my god! Like I didn't really realize you were in Chicago land. And then uh-huh. when I reached out, you were. Like fifteen minutes away from our from my house, so I'm like, well, heck well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because at the time you reached out, I was still in Chicago proper, um, and then oh, that's right, year. you then you moved, you've moved like yeah. twice in that time. You're a glutton for punishment. I don't stay anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I'm I'm. If you hear rustling, I'm packing up right now to leave. Packing right now. <laughs> Yeah, well, for those of you, that I, we've talked about this on here too. So you were you're in Chicago, then you're in the little hamlet of Lyle, and <laughs> yeah. and now you're in the great state of Colorado. That's right. Yeah. It, well, I'll tell you what. So I started the, uh, blurry photos in 2012, and let's see. I think I moved. Um, it would be I, I lived at a place, I moved to a place, I moved to a place, I moved to a place, I moved. So I've moved five times. Were you in Chicago when you started, or were you still in Kentucky? Oh, I was at no, I I was in Chicago. I I would, had been in Chicago from like 2005 to oh, okay. 2020, basically. Okay, okay. So you you did your time. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm pretty pretty sure I did. Talking about you started um, blurry photos in 2012. Was that your first podcast, or what, what? What's your history with podcasting? That was my first um, podcast that I made. I was on a uh, an improv team called Damascus Steel uh, uh. in around twenty, you know, eleven or so, and we were just we we were doing a a podcast that was just us chit chatting, and we would bring topics to discuss, and um, I started bringing weird topics. You know, things you would either hear on Ancient Aliens or things like, hey, have you guys ever heard of Fey Folk kind of kind of stuff? And um, and Dave Stecco, who was on the, the team with me, you know, he would get really into discussing those with me. Sure, sure, yeah. Eventually, I was just like, let's let's just do a show. And he's like, okay. That's actually awesome to hear my background. I, I was did improv comedy, too. Uh, we weren't Damascus Steel. We were Community Floss. Because you always have to have some weird <laughs> random name like both of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you won Best of Chicago for Blurry Photos in 2017. Was that the only year you won it, or did you win it more than once? No, that was that was the only year, and I think it's because we kind of snuck in there uh, when people didn't know that there was an award for what podcasting. What you mean is you snuck in there when they didn't nominate themselves? Well, that is Hashtag also what throw I mean. shade. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, that the readers best of Chicago is really weird because all the years afterwards that uh, I think there was a, a year or two at least that we were on the ballot but you and I it, it was, our shows were on there for yeah uh, we're yeah. always in the top four and it was like a, a show that had like I don't I don't know 40 reviews and a hundred downloads. Literally, we went to that winning. one, and they had like sixty-three followers on one yeah. thing. You're like, that's the one that won. Well, they got second behind the Chicago Reader's own podcast. <laughs> and that, well, that that yeah, this past year, that's who won it was Chicago Reader's own employee. Yeah, who it wasn't. It's not even a podcast. He it was a radio show, mm-hmm. and they they just put the podcast of it. Uh, you know, I guess on on a feed, and then um. We're throwing so then, much yeah, shade they, here. It they, was just a really weird experience, though. <laughs> I, it's it's wild. Like I I think the Chicago Reader is super shady for that stuff now, and uh, I well, I'll just so undercut my own win. <laughs> if you're from Chicago and you you re, you voted these things, like that's there's a lot of the best of categories. People go like, oh man, I don't know, you know. So it's always weird who wins or doesn't win and stuff like that, but. Uh, but yeah, so like, well, like you said, though, so you're doing the show and I, I had at least the good came out of that is I, I found your show. Uh, and then you came on 
Was it Spring Hill Jack? Was that your first one? Do you remember? I don't think Boy, it was. I, I did that one early on, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that was, I don't think that was the, well, I don't know, you know, because I think I came to your house for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I don't for sure. If we, yeah. I don't remember if we did any any other one in person or not. I guess we did. Huh. Yeah, I think we did a couple. Um, it's so hard. Before that, I mean, who cares? <laughs> True, but but no, it was fine. So well, then, but but speaking of in in person too, then we did uh, we did Wizard World together. We did Alien Con together. These are panels. Um, trying to possibly do uh, more panels this year as the Plaguelands are being flushed away. Thank God, <laughs> finally. By capitalism. <laughs> Shoes for industry. Shoes for state. <laughs> you, know, you said, though, uh, an interesting question that I have for you is you said when you're, you were in this improv group and you're, you're bringing topics and you brought the, you know, Faye and the world of the weird and paranormal. Why the world of the weird and the paranormal? Was there a, um, a, a springboard to it or, or what made you want to talk about these things and then not only talk about on that, do a whole show focusing on them? The origins start with mythology for me. I was always into different mythologies and different cultures. Mm-hmm. And when I, let's see, when I graduated college, I was looking into things like astrology and palmistry to see what they were about. You're like, I bet I could go to correspondence school for these oh, bad yeah. boys. Yeah, and I did. Honey, um, give me Sally Struthers on the phone. <laughs> so so I was uh, I was reading on books on that. I was really just interested in this stuff and started listening to some podcasts. And I was like, man, is this stuff true? <laughs> like, right. is, is this all as crazy as they, they make it out to be. And so then it kind of got me on the journey of wanting to find out more, wanting to get to the truth of the, you know, many matters. Right. And it, it just set me on this path to, uh, I guess ultimately critical thinking, you know, some people get on this path and they go harder in the paint Mm -hmm. on, um, believing the stuff. I went the opposite way. I started getting more skeptical the more I read. So when we started this show, I was very much in the, I probably think a lot of it might be true. And John was the, there is absolutely nothing true to any of this. And as time went on, we kind of met more in the middle because I did what you said. At least I, I spend all my week. This is all I do is, is, is podcasting and, and the majority of it is this show. Right. And, and I, I spend all my time reading on these cases and you see the same things over and over again and these markers. And it's hard not to be skeptical sometimes, but other times I was just, we have a discord channel and I was on there talking with the guys and, and uh, I said, sometimes though, you just want it to be true. And sure. that, that I think feeds into a lot of these cases for people for better or worse is facts be damned. Yeah. This is a really cool story. I think that's one of the reasons Bob Lazar has stuck around as long, you know, or stories of that several people, yeah, uh, style. Yeah, right, right, right. And and that that's one of the reasons that it's turned me away from true believing, believing every single thing that comes out is just because I see I was able to start seeing that people would give uh, their sources or cite their information coming from a place of confirmation bias where they look for the things, the facts that are going to support their case and their beliefs before they actually uh, go out to look for all the information, even the stuff that may contradict it. That's one of the things they always talk about with the scientific method is you need to, you can have what you think might happen, but you don't want to set out to prove this and then you cannot uh, or you find yourself uh adjusting the facts and the figures right. the proverbial facts and figures uh to make to it fit. exactly what, yeah, yeah yeah that's and that's not science that's manipulation in one yeah. way or another that and, and that is something i try to encourage all listeners to to be wary of uh both in yourself and for what people are telling you you got to Look where the information's coming from and look for their intentions as well. It's just 
it's uh, I mean, there's a slew of words of adjectives you can put on it: unethical, uh, immoral, wrong. <laughs> I would want with sexy, but that's just me. I don't know, you know. Uh, but that's what <laughs> I like. Bad boys. The, <laughs> that's what the vast majority of people who are in this industry are doing. And, you know, they're making money doing it, so they're okay with it. Inconceivable. Right, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think there's always a – one of the things that John and I always talked about, I also think that let's say you did have an experience. Right. Insert whatever. You want to get it out there. And one of the things he would always talk about is as soon as they would write a book or something, he's like, nope, done. They're, They're trying to capitalize on it. That's not the way I see it. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get your story out there. And sometimes that's a, a really great way to do it. And sometimes it's not, you know, uh, it depends on a case by case. I don't think that uh, it negates it one way or another, though the people then you have others that are saying, I've never made money off this as they're, they're counting their stacks. So, yeah. you know, to choose your adventure on how you want to, uh, to, to fall onto that. But you know, at the end of the day, I still believe, I fully believe that there is life out there. I think it's, for me, I think it's silly to think that there isn't. Um, and paranormal, I've had experiences myself. Now, is it right for me to poo-poo on other people's? Probably not, but I'm an asshole, so I don't mind doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way it works for me. And, and that's the thing, too. Being a skeptic doesn't mean going around trying to debunk everything that's just as bad as having confirmation bias and trying to fi- to fit the facts to what you want the result to be that's what Being i yell skeptic, at chris cogswell about sometimes i'm like i think you're a skeptic just to be a skeptic yeah, um and yeah, that's, that means- that's just as bad as being a yes man i'm not shitting on chris because he's got this i think it, it just evolved from a scientific background and that's just you know part of who he is and that's good but you don't want to let the skepticism get in the way of finding the truth truth i guess yeah so just like believing you know without facts uh denying with um without facts yeah. is bad as well yeah and as a skeptic your primary job is to be open-minded and the second uh, uh the secondary job in that is to seek the truth regardless of what um you want or or maybe believe if you follow the facts and the um, the empirical science of whatever you're looking at, that's what you have to draw your conclusions from, you know. And it's very hard to do. It's a skill, right? And I'm still, you know, learning how to develop that skill. But it's a it's a I feel like it's a very useful and necessary skill to have, especially in in today's. A postmodern world. Speaking of, and I forgot to bring this up to you, I'm going to need your banking information so that we can forward our shill checks to you that I get from oh, the great. government every month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. Um, what is this? N. W. Osman? Is that what? Uh, I don't know what those uh, those just goes initials, by the initials are. Yeah, no, I wouldn't Norman worry. Waylon Os- Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bank of Kinnigan is a fantastic bank. It's just amazing. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we we found ourselves in an interesting, similar situation because you had, like you said, you were doing your your show with Dave Stecco. I was doing with John. They both left, and I was like, "Hey, hey, pretty lady." <laughs> <laughs> what what you doing out here all and alone? I said, "Who oh, me? <laughs> I declare you're giving me the vapors. <laughs> the vapors." <laughs> it was uh, not quite a, a sexy of a courtship there. Hey, you want to do a podcast together? I don't know if I've got time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's basically yeah. yeah. Well, let's try it. Yeah, here we go. Happy to help. <laughs> well, I figured the one way to 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 really get you in feet first would be to uh, expose you to some of the voicemails that have, like I said, were, were sent while you weren't here though. I, there we've gotten a few since you've been here, but I don't know if the, uh, if they are for you or not, because I've not listened to them. So we're going to go to Uh-oh. break and we come back. We're going to play some voicemails that's coming up next on hysteria of 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some 
weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college, and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. A voice a males. Are you ready, sir? Well, I guess we can give it a shot. Can you ever really be ready? <laughs> can you be? Uh, so in no particular order, I downloaded 12 of voicemails because that sounded like a nice round number. So without further ado, here's number one. Brent! And, uh, you know, that guy that sometimes shows up <laughs> with his name. <laughs> I don't know. You've had him as a guest, um, John, maybe? I think that's uh, the name, John. Okay. Uh, anyway, Could have been me there for a second. <laughs> just listen to the Little Monsters episode with producer Lisa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, apparently I'm a little behind. But, uh, you know, Brent had mentioned what movies did you like as a kid that when you watch again, potholes and such pop up. Rolling Vengeance. Rolling Vengeance. You haven't seen this you know that movie? No. I've heard of Rolling Find Thunder, the mm -hmm. arcade game. Watch it, and then watch it again. <laughs> this movie <laughs> was one of my favorites as a wee child. And now it is definitely not one that stands the test of time. <laughs> Which kind of uh, makes them even better sometimes. Yeah, your early days. This was definitely bad. Nothing rad about this. <laughs> so uh, check it out if you haven't. And uh, tell me, do you draw any similarities to the uh, Killdozer? <laughs> I'll leave that to you. Anyway, <laughs> love the show. Glad to see you guys doing well. Uh, Brent, that guy that shows up sometimes... Uh, I don't know. You, you could make him regular. John might be okay as a regular, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Producer Lisa should uh, be fed, and Seabot should go take a jump in the lake. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, yep, John, I think it's the guy he's talking about. I'm not sure. I can't remember. No, that's awesome. <laughs> It's it's wild because it really could have been me like at any point there. <laughs> well, right, I know. You know what's funny? So John and I, we John had his second uh, child, and then 
he got a nice big promotion at work and he travels all the time. And that was, we tried to figure out how it would work and it just wouldn't. And it was, it was hard. Like John and I were talking about how hard it is to walk away from something, you know? And we talked about that in the episode and it was funny because right after that, I got a vast amount of what really happened. What happened? Sure. I did too. Right. You know, and you're just like, it's like, uh, no, no, I'm being serious when I say that. Mm-hmm. You can tell me. <laughs> I, like, I, well, I wish I could be sexier. And then I stabbed him. Ah, you know? <laughs> but it didn't. Uh, I looked him around the eye, you know, <laughs> shot that bastard. <laughs> but it didn't exactly go down that way. No, it was, a, it was an amazing. We're actually going out for steak dinner to celebrate uh, in a week or two. Ruth's Chris. Steakhouse. Ruth's, so Chris Ruth's, Steakhouse. Ruth's. Ruth's. Too bad you can't go to uh, Carmichael's, uh, the place where I won a shirt for eating so much. The old 96er. Because um, <laughs> they, they shut down. Oh, man, that uh, sucks. Was it a COVID uh, loss? No, or? this was well before, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Well, that sucks. All right, well. Um, well, let's go with uh, number a dose. Here we go. Hey, this is Aaron from the Walworth County Paranormal Group. Congratulating you guys on winning that award. Great job. You guys are awesome. Oh, this would Walrus be the- Walworth County? Walworth, I think you said. He would be talking about the um, uh, best paranormal comedy podcast for 2021. That oh, was yeah. from the- Paranormality Magazine, uh, Paranormal Podcast Awards. You're giving me plenty of entertainment on my drive to and from work. Oh, and fuck Conspiracy Bot and Kyle. <laughs> Those two oh. bots are worthless. Uh, if you want, I could throw them into a pool or something for you That'd guys, nice. but probably not because they're good comic relief. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Brent and John. And John, get back to work. <laughs> Come on. I can't listen to the show at work when Brent is kind of being a little bit too raunchy. John, you keep him in line. Everyone says Thanks. that. And then Brent, I was. Brent, John, good job. Fuck Kyle. Fuck conspiracy <laughs> bot. Awesome work. Bye. Uh, a few people have said that. And then a couple others are like, I don't really know what they're talking about. Like, I'm no, he's no bluer than normal. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> it is kind of funny when someone's like, Quit being so raunchy. Fuck, fuck, kill, fuck, fuck, kill, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, David, it's your job to keep me uh, on the the lighter shade of blue, I guess. Man, I always <laughs> want to tell him, I, if you listen to us, you listen to me, I cringe to think you listen to like last podcasts on the left or That's Bro what Ohio I or yeah. any of those. We got a review a week ago that was like, uh, I love the show. But there's profanity, so like one star. But you realize it says explicit. <laughs> That's right. what that means. Uh, explicit. <laughs> there, ne- there needs to be a class on how to review a show. <laughs> because you'll you'll be like, I love the hosts. I love the subject matter. I love the the content, the uh, the production value. They said uh, fuck once, one star. Right, right, Like, right. then you don't actually love it, idiot. Yeah, yeah. What are you and, talking about? And there's also a warning before everyone, that little E means explicit, and it says on the side, parental warning, explicit language. <laughs> we did say pip in the beginning of this one, so it is right, runchy. Yeah, but, like, you're, you're right. Like, there's so many shows out there that are wildly successful that are just filthy. You know, and uh, I, I've heard and that Joe Rogan has said a few off-color things. I don't know if that's uh, true or I'm not. I'm going to get into that crap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I don't get it. I I just uh, I don't know. If I'll tell you what though, if if you want swearing, uh, go to my Twitch channel and watch me play some of these games that I get real salty about. Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, censor anything on on that i speaking going back to a previous voicemail that he was talking about uh the what be movies to watch we just watched killer clowns from outer space and so on our discord if you join our discord at least once a month uh maybe twice a month i'll do like an old b movie a lot of times people haven't seen them or we've let people pick but we just did killer clowns from outer space 
another just it holds up for a schlock. You know what I mean? Just a yeah. fun uh whatever you want to call it. It was a lot of fun. Uh moving on. Hey guys, this is Eric from Florida. Really enjoy the show. Been loving it. Uh Brent, you're doing an admirable job keeping up the uh the <laughs> fort, but uh missing something. John, congratulations on your uh new arrival. Hope everything goes well. I've been there three times. Wow. I get it. Um fuck you C bot and uh Kyle, I make a extra special kind of cheese muffin. So one of these days, maybe I'll send one up there. <laughs> you guys have a good Boy. one. Thank you. I hope I don't witness that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all hard it, as well. You know, you do a show, you bounce off someone, you do things. And then all of a sudden it was just me, you know, for a while. And I'm like, yeah. that's not what I want. I didn't want to do a show by myself, but I'm not going to not do the show out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And a lot of people are like, blah, blah, blah. This sucks. Well, I get it. But, you know, I'd rather at least be putting out some sort of content than not. And uh, now now we have uh, you in the uh, co-host seat, so it's all good. All good. A uh, yeah, lot yeah. of hatred. I'm glad we kicked out Seabot. A lot of hatred for him. That's kind of par for the course, though. <laughs> I mean, he... <laughs> he brings it on himself. <laughs> that, was, that was a voicemail. <laughs> That was, oh, I thought that was a sound drop. No, no. Here we go. Can let's make that a sound drop now. <laughs> we, I, we should, right? Here, let's play that voicemail again. <laughs> we always say we'll play anything uh, is that, within reason. <laughs> is that from Killer Clowns? I don't know, right? Maybe someone watching, like, I got to send that in. They didn't really talk. They didn't really make noise in that uh, too much. Mm. So, uh, well, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, right. Just, you just giggle your way to, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Hey, guys. Um, Sorry if it's loud and if the audio is uh, really poor. Oh, my God, my ears. ears. Uh, episode 163 with Dr. Chris Cogsworth. Um, <laughs> years ago. But Cogswell. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought speaking it was pretty of, cool. Speaking of Chris. The work he did at Intel uh, years later transcribed to I'm actually a maintenance technician on electroplating with the um the, the chemistry that he was talking about in this episode. Oh. I want to say I love you guys' show. I work nights. Um, yeah, it, it really makes the difference. I'd, I'd probably go crazy if I didn't have you guys to listen to. I would yeah. love to tell you guys a Bigfoot story that I have that I saw him in broad daylight, no obstructions. Uh, Clear line of sight. Um, it, you know, if everything else isn't real, to me, definitely Bigfoot is real because I did see him. Uh, thanks, guys. What he's actually saying is he saw a stump, and we know that. <laughs> Remember that from the hunting Bigfoot? I made right. him look like a stump because I'm pretty sure that's what, is what the, you saw. The stick insect. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool though that someone actually works where Chris was doing uh, science and doing the the uh, yeah. the stuff. Uh, that's I, wild. I always just figured everything Chris says is a lie, so that's validation. I thought he was gonna say, "Yeah, I worked with uh, with Chris on that. He was the janitor." Yeah. So <laughs> he got Lazard. <laughs> we can't uh, find any of his his uh, previous uh, education. Ah, they they erased me. Turns out Chris is running a brothel. <laughs> Out in Minnesota or somewhere. Wonder, um, wonder where that caller is from. I, you know, like where, where did he see? Where's Bigfoot hanging out these days? Right. I didn't. He didn't say where. That's interesting. Um, if you hear yourself on here and you just did that, uh, shoot me an email. We, we'd love to hear the or, or chat that story and hear more about it, especially the the broad daylight. So shoot me uh, info at hysteria fifty one dot com. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. We'll, we'll check it out. Hey, guys. Uh, listening to the Shadow Person episode right now, uh, I'm working my way through the backlog. Um, and I have a Shadow life, Peaks. Yeah, life hack uh, that you guys might want to pass on to everyone who listen. If you're ever uh, afflicted with a Shadow Person, um, I, I, I've had it happen to me a few times in my uh, life. Nothing really in the past couple of years, but every time that I would wake up in the middle of the night and see some sort of black mask, you just start yelling, uh, any type of religious nonsense, you know, you just keep, uh, you know, <laughs> stop. Uh, what I, it's like that scene in the mummy. Yeah. Person just gets 
annoyed with your uh, insistent chatter and religious nonsense. And he's like, this isn't worth it. Um, <laughs> Am I a shadow yeah, person? It's easier to do if you live by yourself, but if you got a whole family or anything like that, it'll, uh, it'll think you're uh, insane or something. But, you know, if you're a single guy or something, uh, definitely start yelling. Because your mouth usually still works, is what I've noticed. You can kind of, uh, you know, look around and talk if you force yourself if you can't move. Um, but yeah, uh, a great show. Working my way to the backlog here. Love it. Uh, thanks, guys. The power of Christ compels you. It's the right. power of Christ. He, I love how he said just nonsense. Just keep yelling at it. It's <laughs> more of just like, not shutting up. I, I like, yeah, I like that his theory is shadow people hate religious crap and yelling and, and loudness. I'm like, well, I, I guess that makes me a shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that uh, Key and Peel, like, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> with my prayers <laughs> with my prayers um it's uh it, it's like they, it made me think of a couple memes there's that one where it's like the uh my uh sleep paralysis demon sitting on the bed waiting for me to put my phone down <laughs> you know it's sitting there <laughs> and then there's another one where there's like an evil hand coming up from underneath the bed and then the next one you see the person like intertwine their fingers with it and, and then the next one goes what are we <laughs> <laughs> Just keep them guessing. Yeah. Establish dominance is what I'm getting at. Go, go one past them. I've heard that uh, a lot, you know, in a lot of the supernatural stories, uh, shadow people and um, there are other entities, you know, that you can, I guess, ward off by just yelling the power of Christ compels you or like, uh, I love Jesus or whatever, you know. You I just- wonder if it... Uh, m- I would put it to test. Now, how do you test this to see if, if you just yelled a rant, like Tony Hawk pro skater too, it just screams <laughs> just randomness. Nobody wants to mess with Tony Hall. That's I true. Mean, I, I, funny. I, you're saying that I guess he was in my psyche. I've been watching a couple interviews with him lately. What happened to his eyebrows? He has no eyebrows. I've never noticed that oh, before. Really? I haven't seen now. You're not going to be able to unsee that. He has no eyebrows. <laughs> just one um, of, one of the yeah, no, that's a, it's a good point. Like, is it, Oh, and and I'll uh, I'll do you one better for that. Is it just yelling stuff loudly? Is there a religious component, or is it like a form of gearing up your psychic like energy to shield yourself from whatever's happening? Right. You know what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. It's just a focus or a maybe. Mantra yeah. Just like use. focusing on something gets it uh, for real. Yeah. Maybe so. Or maybe it's just you know doing that. Like if it is just actual sleep paralysis. Focusing breaks you out of it and you wake up. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Linda yeah. Haley could tell us. She Maybe she could tell us uh, through their friend to whisper it to us. Her friend, the being. Bashar. <laughs> hey, Brent. Here's a crazy theory. Lucid dreamers have abduction uh, memories or dreams uh, more often because aliens are dimensional beings and they are... Um, your spirit is being suffered. Um, so there's still being abducted. That really did happen. But it wasn't physical. It's kind of hard to make out there, but it's an interesting theory of like, um, yeah. so what you're saying is more like your mind was abducted or something. They're interdimensional. It really did happen, but uh, it was less physical and more of a, a mental thing. Is that the way you took what oh. he was saying? Or I, I couldn't, I actually couldn't hear hardly anything from that, unfortunately, but I, oh, you stupid if that's what he bitch. was talking about, then <laughs> I think that's, um, that's a great theory. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that people can be messed with when you're messing with their mind or, um, memory dreams. Well, there's so much to that whole interdimensional being, you know, being the Bigfoot from previous people say that's why he's never found he's really interdimensional and this and that right. and the other. It's an interesting thought process that science is not really denying at least the whole multi-dimensions. It's the uh, little harder to maybe break through to one another. <laughs> we haven't figured that yeah. part out, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Be interested to see where we're at in 50 years. Of course, they've been saying that for the last 500 years. So someone where, invented a wheel. It'd like, be interesting. Whoa. We're going to be dead, Brent. We're all going to be dead in 50 years. <laughs> well, if I know a robot who's uh, working towards that. Anyway, moving on. Might be a month. Who knows? <laughs> right. hey, the way shit's Scott going down. Uh, calling with a ghost story. Uh, I grew up not too far from Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Uh, we used to run up there in high school and... Uh, 
and run around the place. There wasn't any security up there, so <laughs> I'm up there with a group of friends one night. Let's go up to the sanatorium. And coming down the steps, <laughs> and I hit the landing going into the second floor, and I feel something brush past my back. And I turn to look, and I see a figure going down the steps to the next level. So I figure it's Whoa. a friend of mine running off to try to scare us. We used to like to do that. So, Real quick, having feeling, brushings, things like that, you know, is terrifying. I'm always so crazy when people see entities, too, which seems to be less uh, frequent. But yeah, man, does it lead some feel or see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it leads some credence, at least to that, you know, to your own experience. I yell yeah. for him to come back up and he sticks his head through the door. So I turn and look at the guys behind me and they, uh, their faces were lit up. They had apparently seen this thing walking in line with us oh, and wow. thought it was just another one of the group. So, uh, yeah. So spooky stuff. Mm hmm. Seabot 2024, fuck <laughs> <the> humans. <laughs> you know what? He's got my vote. Real quick, I think we have audio of the entity he was dealing with. <laughs> uh, nice. Man, I tell you, that would be terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Sure. No, that's awesome. That um, must be a fellow Kentuckian, uh, maybe from Louisville. I'm guessing if he's, if he's from near there and went up there around high school and stuff. Yeah. Kentucky. You guys have <laughs> the best meat showers. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hey, this is Ben from Bellingham, Washington. Yeah. Hey, I just got done listening to your, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, flashback episode. And I was going to call and give you guys a, uh, you know, a, a good job. Say, give you an attaboy. And then, uh, you followed it up with that ghost ASMR bullshit. <laughs> Thanks guys. Anyway, at least I listened to, uh, your Thanksgiving episode longer than I listened to the flat earth round table. <laughs> the flat earth round table is, uh, rather hard to listen to. It's, it's funny. People go, I was really excited to listen to that episode. And now I can't uh, even think of playing it again. We did the uh, we've done made fun of ASMR a couple times. Once was um like we're like oh, we're here we're, we're here to haunt you, but uh, we also want you to sleep like dumb shit like that. And then <laughs> they released a new proton pack um, that you can like it's like a one to one scale, and they re made like an uh, the powering on the hum and powering off sounds. So I go releasing ghostbusters asmr and it's just the proton pack sound for an hour <laughs> <laughs> i was like I, I told john i'm like you think anyone's gonna get it and he's like someone will get it and people were like what the hell and other people were like that was fucking hilarious a couple <laughs> people were like i really like that now i'm gonna put it on my phone i'm like awesome <laughs> where where are the ghost asmrs where the ghosts just lick your ears <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you go to go to ASMR or go to YouTube, type in ASMR no. and see some of the stuff, man, it is crazy. And then it's like either women with their boobs hanging out uh, going like, and now I'm going to lick and eat your ear. <laughs> or like I'm eating a steak here. Or like, and I get it. Like I listen to sometimes when I can't sleep, I listen to rainstorms. I'll throw that on or well, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But I don't want someone White like. Boys, but no, not mouth sounds. Here's a 23-year-old co-ed doing your taxes. Mm, listen to that collating sounds. <laughs> like what? I, I, I ain't kink shaming, and I'm also not uh, relaxation shaming. It, it whatever floats your boat. And some of the yeah, doesn't float. Ladies out and gentlemen are um, making bank off of this stuff. They get millions and millions of views. So good for them. But, I mean, you're right though. It's mostly their boobs that get the millions of views. But what is it? Um, misophonia? Is that what it's called when you can't? stand to hear someone eat oh I'm, yeah uh i don't know but man i i'm with you well, on that like i I'm, don't i'm uh, like the king of misophonia <laughs> misophonia <laughs> that's fun misophonia <laughs> here we go uh yeah guys this is uh in regards to the paranormal um episode that you that i just listened to uh my name is john there was a doubt um Years ago, uh, my daughter, when she was born, she technically died and was gone for about six minutes before they revived oh, her. Oh, that's a long time. Wow, that's and, a uh, long time. So she was very delayed. 
Um, and she ended up having a um, imaginary friend, quote unquote, imaginary friend that she called Amy. And somehow or another, well, due to my stupidity, I invited Amy into the house. Oh, um, I thought. She- Real quick, that's what they talk about, how these imaginary friends with children, these demons will start as like, yeah. oh, it's fine, you're fine, go play with so-and-so. Then they're like, <laughs> you know, and and, and and start taking over. Right. Yeah. She was just an imaginary friend. Um, not too long after that, um, the wall I woke up in the bleeding. middle of the night because <laughs> I heard somebody walk into the bedroom, mm. turned and looked, and I saw a young girl standing at the foot of the bed um, in kind of a, I didn't see a face, but I could see the hair, long hair, uh, kind of in a granny gown type of and I thought it was <laughs> one of my kids. So I started to get out of bed to put them back. I had a nightmare. Can I sleep with you? I dreamed a living family moved into this. Turned over, went back to sleep. The next morning, my wife and I woke up and Covered she started soap. talking about she woke up in the middle of the night and saw a young girl standing at the foot of the bed Ooh, wow. and Just started to describe the exact same girl that I saw. Um, and uh, it's kind of a woo-woo mm-hmm. kind of moment there. And then um, we kind of kept quiet about it. But then a little while after this, several months after this, I asked my daughter what Amy looked like, and she described the little girl that was at the foot of our bed. What would have been scarier, though, if she described nothing, the little Rin, girl? Nothing, that- not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, but what would have been scarier if she describes the little girl or describes in perfect detail Robert Loja? <laughs> <laughs> Just describes Travis Walton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's your best friend? Who's your imaginary friend? Robert Loja. <laughs> uh, and that's just part of the whole thing that was happening in the house. There were orbs and glowing things and footsteps running up and down the hallways all the time, um, constantly. So anyways, that was my, in a nutshell, paranormal story. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. That is that's wild. Absolutely terrifying. You know, especially I mean, when the validation of yeah, someone else yeah. seeing. You know, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's almost like a double blind test. Uh, you mm. know, that's one of the best ways to to uh, put a finger on something. But I, I mean, I hate that that happened to uh, your daughter and and you guys. You know that mm-hmm. she died for six minutes. That's awful. Now that's just terrible. I can't even imagine. This also goes back to. Something that I've been kind of on about recently, which is like, what are the rules for ghosts? Oh my God. I've talked about this too. Yeah. Everybody seems to have these weird rules for ghosts. And one of them is like vampires. If you invite them in, then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. But who is, who's policing the ghosts? Who's policing and who, like, what are these cosmic laws that say a ghost can't mess with you unless you say, you know what? Come on in, mess with me. You don't even have to say mess with me. You can just be like, have some tea yeah. and they'll be like, fine. Now, now your head's going to turn around 360 yeah. degrees. Blah, 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 blah. All, all of a sudden you're screaming toodle pip and, uh, uh-huh. you know, having a hell of a time. <laughs> right. But like there are rules to all these ghosts and stuff. It, it just seems like, and, and, or like, this ghost can't leave this perimeter or some, you know, or now, but no. like, when did your daughter meet this imaginary friend and did she play with the imaginary friend outside? Was the ghost not allowed in the house before that? Or was it in the, like, do they, they, do they show up to work every day and get to the haunting bureau and get their dossier of what they've yeah, got to do? They clock in. Yeah. Do they have a ghost union? It's like the old the screamsters, the old Looney Tunes where like the dog and the, the coyote, you know, and like clock yeah, in. Yeah. Hey, morning, Mark, morning, Clyde. <laughs> and then they spend the day being dogs and fighting in because from the end of the day, ah, good day, Mark, good day, Clyde. Later, you know, <laughs> like seriously though, like who, who governs that? It, so yeah, it's, it's I'll just, tell you who that goddamn Sasquatch. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, thank you very much, but it was actually. <laughs> oh, thank you, Senator. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my only like hang up with. A, a lot of um, stories, films, documentaries that I that I've watched. It's it's like there's always some kind of weird rule or multiple rules that these quote unquote entities have to follow. Right, and if you unknowingly break one of the rules as a, as a living being, <laughs> as a liver, mm-hmm. um, then you're 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 effed. Yeah, like you said earlier, though, like you're gonna die in seven days. Ooh, I got a thing. Can we make it six or eight? Is there any way? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven really, really doesn't this, work for this me. Project done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's a fascinating. I wonder, Nation, if you if there's anyone that's actually explored that because I haven't looked to see if anyone's like gone down that. I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear where people think those arbitrary or not so arbitrary rules come from and who's setting them for them. Maybe uh, or or even just send in your favorite that you've heard. You know, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, please do that. Uh, we got one more voicemail. Let's knock this puppy out. Yeah, hey, my name is Cody. I live in Ten Mile, Tennessee. I think you need to look up on YouTube some of the shit going on here, man. Yeah. Uh, videos of UFOs right in the middle of the day. I mean, Tennessee flat witnesses. I mean, when people say the shit has hit the fucking fan, the fan has <laughs> broke off the fucking ceiling and they're taking the shit on the fan and the floor. It's got so thick here. Why nobody's investigating it? I have no idea. The MUFON lady that was supposed to here in Tennessee. Well, she got kicked in the head by a horse and died, so. <laughs> Jesus. Don't tell me the shit ain't got big. Thanks. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but, I mean, I that is exactly what I would expect to hear if I went back home and just went, you know, visited uh, one of my cousins in the country. Like, that's... <laughs> verbatim yeah same lilt everything yeah um have you ever heard of that have you ever heard of that spot no no have you i haven't no um no and i'm i'm, sh- I'm gonna try to i'm gonna try and look it up real quick i think investigate the tennessee he said flap. 10 mile tennessee right i think so yeah it's uh an, an unincorporated community in northern migs and southern roan counties um sorry if i'm saying that wrong there's a ton of those unincorporated counties still out there in Tennessee in those areas that are just, yeah. you know, mostly one, wooded. Let's see. I'm I'm just trying to get a Okay, this one is pretty much uh between Chattanooga and Knoxville, um closer to Knoxville, but kind of close to I75 um So it'd be water. a little northern Tennessee, right? Is that where that's at? This is um this is like Eastern Tennessee. Okay. It's, it's uh, not too far from the North Carolina border, it yeah. looks like. Um, not too far from Atlanta, really. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty central area. Um, I mean, I've I've been through Knoxville. I don't know how many times, you know, you drive down 75. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is, a like I said, a little, little southwest of Knoxville. Um, right near the – what is this? Hang on a second. Let me find the – I don't know why they can't just have the name of the damn river. Right, right. Like everywhere you look at it. Um, <laughs> what is this place? I hate that when I'm looking oh, at a map, but I want to know what the name of the actual road is. And you're zooming in and zooming in and yeah. you miss it. And you're like, ah, why isn't exactly. it everywhere? Uh, so this is near Watts Bar Lake, I guess, which is a wild lake. It, it's like a, a giant river. Mm. Hey, it was this. Was this where they they flooded stuff the the TVA? <laughs> I'm not sure about any of that. It just looks like a, a river was flooded. Yeah, and so now it's a lake, and then everything underneath still wants to come out to play. But yeah, that's that's where Ten Mile is, I guess. Um, why is everything interesting? I, I've never heard of it. Yeah, why is everything from this story terrifying? Just to say, unincorporated areas, Ten Mile, flooded lake. Like I just yeah. expect yeah. all this and to it's be right next to old UFOs. <laughs> right next to old Pleasant Hill Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Sometimes dead is so better. <laughs> and, and, oh, no, it's – and get <laughs> I don't know. I'm just zooming in on the map. I'm playing around. Yeah. It's between Old Pleasant Hill Cemetery and Edgeman Cemetery. Uh, it, right outside of Ground Sour Cemetery. And uh, <laughs> not too far from Salem Church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I No, I seriously, though, I'm looking at about a, I don't know, 3,000 square foot patch here on mm-hmm. the map and there's three churches <laughs> right yeah well that sounds about right right all in there but anyways mm-hmm. um i mean that that sounds that sounds interesting brent maybe we should uh yeah the yeah make a note of that make a note of that and uh we'll uh we'll dive into and see if anything and i can hit up good old rob the encyclopedia and and, and also see if he's got any uh, knowledge of what's been going on there and maybe brent this could be our hellier yes Maybe maybe we go down there and find a whole can of worms. Boots to on up. ground. Boots on ground. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And or I guess manufacture our own. Tin You're going to be hearing us yelling. The power of Christ compels you quite a bit. <laughs> I think <laughs> the power of Tony Hawk compels you. Uh, or just uh, have a thing in your pocket that just goes <laughs> constantly. <laughs> uh, let's pocket cut a break clown. real quick and uh, wash that <laughs> laugh out of our mouths, and we're going to be right back. Uh, closing up uh, with some more Hysteria 51. Tony Hawk, you eyebrowless son of a bitch. I'm still a fan. <laughs> I'm still a fan. <laughs> One thing that you said that I think is important, you said, oh, we want the listeners to do this. We need to challenge some listeners. What are some reasons for them to leave voicemail? Specifically, uh, to include you, what are some voicemails we need to have? Like, are you seeing flaps like that? Have you had an experience? Did David bring you over to the show to start listening? Let us know those things. What else, David? What are you thinking? Don't ask us to debunk anything. Cause I hate trying to like <laughs> l- listen to a story and, and, and be like, prove me wrong, asshole. You know, it's, well, like, well, it's a story. Uh, I don't know. I don't, what do you, I wasn't there. I can't really, some, right, right. I can help you think about things, but I feel that this is true or I feel like this is a lie, <laughs> but definitives are a little harder for me to stack up, I think. But yeah, send us maybe, you know, favorite, uh, moments or favorite cryptids. Yeah. Especially maybe. like, so earlier, like, uh, the gentleman said that he had a, an experience with Bigfoot. I'd love to hear from you. Tell us where. Tell us, tell us about yeah. the, uh, the details, and maybe we can look and see if there are some others in that area. And if you have a date range, uh, the more narrowed down you can do it, the better. Um, I do yeah. like going down some of those rabbit holes. It's a lot of fun. For sure. Outside of that, we've got some upcoming topics we've been brainstorming. A uh, whole bunch of them. You got any uh, ones that you're really looking forward to? we got a whole bunch of them planned out. Uh, where's your head at? What's looking fun to you? Well, you know, I've covered um, the Red Barn murder on Blurry Photos. That one's coming up very soon. Yeah. Yeah, and that's coming up. That'll be fun. Um, There's some... There there, there's some wild ones that you've got on on the list here. Like, there's... I I mentioned the Cave of the Djinn, Mm -hmm. um, which I I always find uh, interesting. Um, Yeah. I've never heard of of um, the one you brought up. John Wilkes Booth didn't die. Yeah, yeah. He uh, there's a whole that. conspiracy that they um, the conspiracy is that they just found someone and blamed it on someone else to close the case because they didn't need that in the public eye. Yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And there was a guy that came forward later and said that he was John Wilkes Booth, and supposedly the 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 wounds and things that John Wilkes Booth there's like five of them he had. So, uh, and had Rasputin licking on him. Yeah. Um, do you have any cakes? <laughs> Smells of almond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, one I, I kind of looking forward to will be coming up scientific paradoxes, kind of just a, a potpourri of a bunch of them. Weird paradoxes, more like brain teasers. Killdozer is another one that people keep. I thought you had done that one. We had talked about doing it uh, for a long time. We've had a couple people and we have a couple guests scheduled that have canceled. Uh, so we never actually uh, did it. Uh, Project MK Often, Death of Philip Kramer, the former bassist for 
Iron Butterfly. That was just brought up, and I did a dive on it just the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a lot of fun. Not fun, the guy died, but it's a very interesting. Um, more Hollow Earth, Titanic, the conspiracy of did it actually sink, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, lots of fun. Hangar 18. Surprised we haven't done that one. Um, yeah. Lots st- of uh, new age bullshit. Stuff that you, speaking of, you're talking to uh, Reiki, Tarot, Parapsychology, which you have a degree in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we're going to have some fun ones for sure coming up. And if you guys want anything you haven't heard, shoot us some ideas. You can always info at hysteria51.com. You can do that. We're always looking forward to it. And we're looking forward to the future with David. We're going to have a lot of fun. Woo. David, thank you so much for uh, jumping on board this sinking ship. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm glad I could uh, play play my old out-of-tune fiddle as uh, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have picked you for a recorder man myself, but fiddle works. God, fiddle. no. <laughs> God, no, man. I have standards. I have standards. <laughs> which I'm suspending to do the show. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Just like my disbelief. It's in full suspension mode. <laughs> so yeah, it's been our thoughts and all that, right? That's right. Why do I sound like a game show? Host? That's, That's right. right, friend. And you're going to get to take home the Hysteria 51 home game. <laughs> It's one of those VHS games, you know, that's just... The and same a year supply of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. <laughs> <laughs> Cahill Furniture. Uh, no, that, those are our thoughts. Um, you guys, uh, please join Hysteria Nation. Uh, go over to Facebook and follow the page at Hysteria51Pod on Twitter uh, and Hysteria51Pod on Facebook.com. You can also find Hysteria Nation on there. Join the madness on there. Sign up. Become a patron. Get some rewards uh, at Patreon.com. You can find uh, David in quite a few episodes. We do the Mad Blurry Hysteria on there from the past and, of course, lots of future ones. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, you're, not a, you're, you're not a newbie to the Patreon, at least. That's right. Newbie. Um, it's, it's familiar what? It's it's like uh, a pool that's been peed in. You, it's got that nice <laughs> just feels, feels. You know, 97% of the people that have been in, the, in a pool at any given time have pooped within the last 24 hours. How many of them do you think wiped proficiently? Jeez. Something to think about. I don't even know swimming. how to calibrate a proficient wipe. <laughs> It's a bidet. This week's episode is brought to you by no <laughs> <laughs> rice roti. <laughs> so uh, you can leave us a voicemail like you just heard uh, be featured yeah. in the show. Uh, 773-669-7277. Yeah. Uh, tell us, you know, any, any of that stuff we, we suggested there. If you got a story or uh, if you just want to say F conspiracy bot. Who or you want to top that laugh with your own version of that laugh. I'm down for that too. <laughs> Yes, deluge us with laughs. And if you forget any of that, guys, always remember you can just go to hysteria51.com. Now official because it has your face on there as the host. Also, if you guys are proficient with uh, websites, SEO, things like that, we are looking for someone to either redo or do some work on our website Shoot us your info, shoot us your resumes, um, examples of your work, info at hysteria51.com. That's I-N-F-O at hysteria51.com. And uh, yeah, we're getting ready to uh, take a hard swing at some fun topics coming up. Uh, but that's been our thoughts on David joining the show and oh. some voicemails. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. He's been thankfully out of the room. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.